Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Here we are. Hour number two of our broadcast. We have started sharing with you some of the perspectives offered by the creator of Dilbert, who is in hot water for his comments, basically saying he's done with black people. In fact, here's a little more of what he had to say. Basically, kind of sum it up here on this idea of trying to engage. Just basically, Scott Adams saying, give it up. So I I think it makes no sense whatsoever as a uh, white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make sense. It's no longer a rational impulse. And so I'm going to back off from being helpful to black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. Like I've been doing it all my life and I've been... The only outcome is I, be, I get called a racist. That's the only outcome. <laughs> it makes no sense to help black Americans if you're white. Uh, the, the, it's over. Don't, don't even think it's worth trying. Totally not trying. And there we go. There we you didn't go. Expect that today, did you? <laughs> you know. This is but those who don't want to focus on education, you just need to get away from them. Just get as much distance as you can. This is sad. Now, people can, you know, and I see the reaction to this. Well, this racist guy, yeah, I'm glad they took his cartoon off. And I don't look at it that way. I really don't. One of the unfortunate things, and I say this of life in general. One of the things we do not like, and, and, and I, this has been a growing process for me, to learn how to be in process with people. Let me, let me explain what I mean by this. It means recognizing everybody's on a journey. They may not be where they need to be to, to, you know, today, but hopefully, depending on who the person is, Hopefully, many of us are on a path toward becoming better people. 
And along the way, sometimes we're going to screw up. And sometimes our humanness is going to come out in ways that are going to be uncomfortable for people. I think that's what happened here. Do I think Scott Adams is a racist? I don't know. I really don't. And some people, oh, I can't believe you don't know. He's, he's obviously, he's a, I don't, I can't be convinced of that. I think this man is frustrated and hurt. And he sees a sense of futility about even bothering to engage on this issue. I get it. Because there are people without communicating the garbage, the nasty, hateful things that he said. There are people I've heard express similar things in more of a sense of resignation and sadness. Not anger, but just, what do I do? I've tried everything. And no matter what I say or don't say, somebody gets offended. And that's really unfortunate. Vince, I appreciate you. I agree with your assessment of Dilbert. He's categorizing an entire race of people on a poll? You freaking kidding me? See, we need to talk to, to folks about these kinds of issues and be real. This is not about excusing anything. This texture says, hey, you can justify with him, but you can't. When black people say the same things he's saying. Uh, yeah. Yep. Vince, if you turn off the news and talk to your neighbors, you'll find out our country is far more harmonious than you're being told. Amen. Yep. This is true. I'm a black man. I think there's a lot of white people who feel exactly like Scott. Instead of saying it, they smile in your face every day. See, I don't encourage that either. Let's have real conversation. But, see, if, you're gonna, if you want that real conversation, you're going to have to be willing to listen to the Scott Adams and say, hey, listen, I hear your frustration, your hurt. You've got to slow your roll. First, you've got to deal with your own bitterness and hatred in your heart. You've got to deal with that. But let's talk about, hey, I'm not one of those people that you're describing. I'm not that. But the sad thing is, this is what our media puts gasoline on because they fuel both sides of this. And both sides are dead wrong. The folks who are promoting what I think is black, black supremacy and black idolatry they're wrong. The people who are supporting black, supporting white supremacy, they're wrong too. For real, Vince, hashtag sellout. That's why you have so many disputes with black callers calling in. Tell me. Call in. I want you to call in and tell me where I'm wrong on this. I've not in any way condoned what he has said at the same time i understand his sentiment where he's coming from and why fully understand it the question is do we want to get to the bottom of this or do we want to just play a game of conflict let's talk about this poll rasmussen 53% of black people surveyed agree with the statement, it's okay to be white. 
Think about that for a moment. That's the poll. Among black respondents, 53%, they agree with the statement, it's okay to be white. The Newsweek story says Adams seemingly misinterpreted the results when he said nearly half of all blacks are not okay with white people. That's because 47% did not respond by saying they disagree with the statement. 26% responded they disagree. 21% replied not sure. Okay. This to me tell you, if you have any sense of uncertainty about whether it's okay to be white, see, and this is where they're trying to split hairs, if you cannot unequivocally affirm a white person is white, just like you want to be affirmed as a black person, if you can't do that without taking a breath, you need to examine your heart, period. This is where I say Scott Adams has a point. This should not be 53%. This should be 100%. Do you understand what I'm saying here? But the media is not going to discuss this at all. Because this is where the discussion started. And can you understand why somebody would feel a sense of futility seeing this poll and thinking, okay, nearly half of the people are either not sure or they disagree with the sentiment, it's okay to be white. And again, turn that around and ask people that same question about being black. And you know you would be offended if people took the same view. You know it. This is disgusting, folks. And this is why there has to be a transcendent view and it has to come i believe from christians who have their heads mostly in the kingdom of god and not in a color camp or a political camp i'm going to tell you more about what this means as we continue the broadcast stay with us Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Over on the text line, Dilbert creator simply held up the mirror. The media doesn't like what they saw. But we also have this. Vince, get your freaking head out of the sand. Even Ray Charles can see that this idiot is a straight-up redneck. Do you see the anger, the bitterness? Do you see how, and this is why I've said, this is where genuine Christians have to be the people to make the difference here, to break the cycle of hatred, because this is what happens. You'll get Scott, Scott Adams' comments, and then you'll have hateful reactions to what people believe is hate directed toward them, and there's no end to it. It just goes back and forth, and the media loves this because it's clicks. It's viewers, it's listeners, it's readers. That's the dirty secret. They are the ones who love these things. What I love is when this cycle is broken and we all do some self-examination first. This is why we're told to get the freaking plank out of our own eye before we start looking for the speck in somebody else's. Because I guarantee you, the people are really upset with what I had to say today. And I don't mind saying this to you. Some of you have serious issues with bitterness and hatred toward white people. Are there white people within the sound of my voice? You have racism in your hearts, I'm sure. It all needs to be addressed. But I will tell you, the media has taken a side. And they justify racism. This, this is where this has changed in my lifetime. In the 1970s, as I was growing up, the concern was about equality. Now, it's about taking white people down and being hateful. And, you know, part of what I'll, in, in the material I'm going to go do next, it's, it's going to blow your mind. I have to really ask the question, too, who the hell has the right to determine what is black and what is white? I heard this phrase years ago called the soul patrol. People go around and determine who is black and who's not. And then we have colorism within the black community. Just yesterday, in fact, do I have the social media post? 
I was, I saw someone post something because they were offended by white, light-skinned black people. That's a thing. There are people who think they're not genuinely black because they might pass for white. Do you see where we're going with this, folks? There's no end to it. And a lot of people in the black community will never honestly look at their own colorism and hatred and recognize, you know what? That's in me. And before I open my fat trap, I need to get this stuff out of my own heart. Scott Adams posted, talking about his Dilbert cartoon being canceled from society after his comments about black people. This was all predictable. Of course it was. And again, I do not excuse his comments. They were stupid comments. These are the kind of comments, if you're trying to work this through and share how you feel, you talk about with a friend, with an idea of redemption. Help me. This is what's missing from what he's expressed. I don't know where he is in his heart. I really don't. But the next thing needs to be, I feel this. And I need help overcoming this. Ben Shapiro, what Scott Adams said was racist. And here's the thing. If you substituted the word white for black in his rant, you would immediately be given a top editorial post at the New York Times. Ben Shapiro is right. It's right. You can get away with that. If the shoe's on the other foot. Surprisingly, Jesse Lee Peterson. He actually says this is the absolute truth, what Scott Adams says. He had to have known all the coward newspapers would drop his Dilbert comic strip. I admire Scott Adams for doing it anyway. Jesse Lee Peterson. He's black, by the way. I want to get to something else as part of Transformation Tuesday and my call to Christians, which is something I've always said in this program. We've got to transcend the labels. Black, white, Republican, Democrat, and focus on kingdom. I'm going to give you an example of what happens when we don't do this. There's a woman, Liz Coolidge Jenkins, and sadly, a friend of mine posted this. And I, I, I'm burdened for her because I think she has been drinking this really nasty Kool-Aid. The headline of this alone, I just wanted to barf. Christians for Social Action. I fasted from white authors for Lent. Now, don't get me started on Lent. That's another story altogether. But here's what she said. A year or so ago, Ash Wednesday 2021 approached, I considered whether there was anything I wanted to give up for Lent. Past year's choices included chocolate, meat, Facebook. Not sure what was most difficult of the three. As I thought about it last year, however, I thought about how much I've been reading. When I graduated from seminary in 2019, I was quite aware the vast majority of my seminary assigned readings were written by men. And so after graduating, I intentionally sought out female authors. Unfortunately, partly because I'm white and partly because of my circles are white dominated and partly because living in the U.S. means dealing with white supremacy. See, I this is the kind of thing... I would be not inclined to read the rest of this article because it's trash. I don't mind saying this. What this woman is writing is pure trash. Anyway, female authors, too often means by default white female authors. 
I believe and still do believe our theology, spirituality, and communities are severely warped if we're only learning from white folks, just as surely as things are severely warped if we're only learning from men. But it didn't necessarily come naturally to put this belief into practice. So for Lent 2021, I fasted from white authors, not because all white authors are bad, just like Facebook isn't necessarily bad, chocolate isn't bad, but because they were vastly overrepresented in my reading. And that's a problem. It's a bigger problem that 40 days of fasting can solve, but Lent can be a place to start. When I speak of fasting from white authors, feel free to replace authors with podcasters or preachers. The point is to consider when we're listening to learning from regarding as experts. We need this kind of practice, Lent or otherwise. Wealthy white Christian men, the ones who have disproportionately shaped the Western Christian tradition for so long, have gotten us into a complex mess of white supremacist, hyper-capitalist patriarchy. Now, boy, we could have a whole show on this stupid nonsense. I, I mean, I hate to say this. This is moronic, this whole piece. Sometimes our reflex is to turn to the same wealthy white Christian men to lead us out of this mess to take us somewhere new, but often they're not able to. We need different thought leadership. We need the wisdom and spiritual authority of those who've been on the underside of power structures and know the things that only those on the underside know. See, this is interesting. So the assumption that everybody on the underside, they're good. And sp see, this, this is also spiritually, this is spiritually, intellectually unsound. Because the assumption is, if somebody is white, even though she did not declare this, she's really saying that they're all bad. We're going to continue this and try to clean up this mess. And I want to get into the way we need to go as we continue. Stay with us. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I want to quickly get back to this this post from Christians for Social Action, Liz Coolidge Jenkins. You know, bless her heart, bless her soul. And and I just want to say this to to kind of couch my remarks. If she is a white supremacist, by all means, please get on your knees and repent in sackcloth and ashes. If that's you and who you were. You need to. I want to share more of this because, I mean, this. I find this article disturbing. I really do. 
What does it look like to respect qualified women of color as thought leaders instead of waiting to turn to them in dire times as saviors? Does it look like to recognize the ideas we have we have to help our communities might just benefit all communities. What does it look like to recognize we are more than warriors, more than survivors? We are innovators and leaders. Authors of color, especially female authors of color, are helping me think in new ways. They're helping me become aware of the things I was and am missing. They're the people best equipped to lead us out of the things that have not served us well and forward together into something new. By the way, who do you hear on this program talking about diversity all the time? I've told you for years, we need diversity of thought. We need diversity of race, culture, all of it, and especially in the church. And I've said this, if what we're doing is propagating something that is all white, all black, whatever it is, we need to stop. But this needs to be something that is relational and organic, not something imposed or shamed into. There's a difference. Let me continue this. If Lent is a time of repentance, fasting from white authors can help us repent from white supremacy, from colonialist and imperialist ways of being. If Lent is a season of lament, then fasting from white authors can help us grieve our complicity in white supremacist ways of organizing our world. It can help us mourn the ways our theology and spirituality have been misshapen. It can help us lament the fullness of God we've missed out on by only listening to some voices. Remember your dust, and to dust you'll return. The Ash Wednesday liturgy goes. In Lent, we remember our mortality. we reminded we don't have all the time in the world to figure out how to live, given this reality. We urgently need to listen to the people who can best move us towards beloved community, justice, joy, and abundant flourishing for all people. I'm all for these things. The season of Lent is short, but Lenten fast can help us see more clearly how we want to live throughout the year. Fasting from white authors for a time can help us better seek out authors of color all the time. For white folks, this is part of how we repent and turn away from the white supremacist ways of being that have taken root in most of us. As we listen, really listen, dropping our defenses, being open to change, we may hear difficult things. That's okay. It's good and necessary. I would also suggest, though, that we will not only hear hard things, for me, my efforts to learn from people of color have also been full of joy. Authors of color are doing so much amazing work that has resonated with me, challenged me, opened my mind, ministered to me, made me angry about injustice in a way that makes me want to do something good with that anger. I've missed out on so much when I've missed out on learning from them. The white supremacist air we breathe has poisoned white people differently from people of color. But it has poisoned us all. Most of us are in desperate need of a detox. Consider a Linton fast as one small step in the right direction. I'm serious, folks. I really want to barf every meal from the last 24 hours after reading this claptrap. Now, again, I say, if this is a personal thing for you, if you've been breathing white supremacist air, by all means, repent. But I, I just think this is pure nonsense. It is. Now, if you've been living, like I said, anybody, any kind of bubble you've been living in, yes, please repent. Please do it. But going to the opposite well of buying into 
this narrative that has been created in recent years this is not the this is not the narrative of dr martin luther king it's not even the narrative of booker t washington or others who actually lived through the worst of the times in america this is all a modern promotion that is only stirring up more anger more bitterness i love this text I read from non-white writers all the time. Whatever I read, the whenever I read the Bible, <laughs> I love this. This is so good. Chris reminded us the church has no power because it's the most segregated day of the week. I agree. This is how we change these things, but it comes with a kingdom message, not from Karl Marx. And let me be very clear about this. When you embrace all of this garbage that has come into the black community with prominence in recent years, like critical race theory, that's where the root of all of this is. It's socialism. That's the purpose. That's the end game. So, here's my takeaway from all of this. Can we take a redemptive view of all of this? Start with ourselves. Self-examination. Self-examination. What's, and for those who name the name of Christ, Lord, search my heart. Know my thoughts. Right? Is it Psalm 139 talks about this? And, and recognizing that we can't trust our hearts. Spirit of God needs to reveal this, and if, I hope many of you, I hope all of you, have friends around you who will call you out, and this is why I do encourage, have a diverse set of friends and relationships, different races, representing everything in society, and I do mean everything, except criminals. <laughs> Forget about criminals. You know what I mean, though. So you can be a well-rounded person. I'm all for that. And figure out what's the redemptive thing that can be developed from this. Rather than the media that just wants to, you know, the drive-by media, they want to come by and they want to pour gasoline on the fire so it'll generate news stories for longer and keep this thing alive for another 50 years. I want to see redemptive, redemptive forces brought to bear on all of these issues. And so we have people on the other side. So we're all better people in the end. What do you think? Stay with us. I want to give you a heads up on something that uh, we're going to try to talk about tomorrow. And this is the student loan lawsuit. It's gone before the Supreme Court. This is the executive decision by the president to forgive student loans. Does he have the authority to just unilaterally do this? I refer all of us back to Schoolhouse Rock. How a bill becomes law. 
I mean, this is so basic, folks. What we have done to the presidency, the founding fathers would just absolutely, they would be blown away to watch. Where did these powers come from? All of these executive powers that are being just exercised so freely. I promise we'll get some calls because we've got so many people who've been waiting patiently, beginning with Al out of the sprawling metropolis of Gaffney, South Carolina. Good morning, Al. Good morning, Vince. I believe if people will live 24 hours in my shoes, they would give up the race argument all the time, being blind. It's not, it's not a very cool thing, not, you know, waking up in the mornings, not be able to see the sun, not be able to see the flowers. They should be grateful. It took a lot of national, you know, several different nationalities and races to build our country, and that still continues today. I hear you, Al. Um, I does that aggravate me? Is all y'all invisible people always getting in the way, leaving stuff where you're not supposed to, and stuff like that? That's never mentioned, though, is it? How much awareness do we have about things like that for people like you? And where where are your advocates? They're not on TV every night, are they? No. I have many African-American and white friends that's dear friends of mine. They always got my back, always looking out for me. There's good and bad in every race. It don't matter what it is. So I hear you. Say about that. Al, you know what? Yes, Thank you. Thank you. I so appreciate who you are. In fact, I'd like you to stay on the line because I'd like to get some information from you to follow up at some point. Uh, quickly go out to Lancaster, South Carolina, and Brian. you got about a minute or so, Brian. Great. Can you hear me all right? I've got you. Great. Um, I just wanted to say I grew up in an Air Force town in Nebraska. And where I grew up, I grew up with all races of people. and. When I grew up, and again, like you, it was in the 1970s. And so everybody I grew up with, you know, in the neighborhood was your friend. It didn't matter the race, the creed, anything. It was who you grew up with and played with. And I was lucky to grow up with, you know, all races, creeds, colors, you name it. And I grew up with them. And um, to hear Scott Adams, like you said, I understand kind of where he was going with. I don't appreciate what he said and how he said it. But, um, you know, I watched an episode of uh, Dr. Phil recently, and he had a couple women on there, and they were women of color. And their whole thing was, if you're white, you're racist. It doesn't matter. Anything, yep. And I took offense to that because I don't care what your race is. And in fact, Vince, I want to tell you that you are absolutely one of my favorite people on the radio because you give, you don't tow a party line. You give your views and they make sense to me. And so, number one, I want to thank you for that. But number two, not every white person is racist. And, and to say that, I think that is kind of where maybe Scott Adams was coming from. 
Yeah, the, the way people have been broad-brushed in recent years, I don't know you, I, I want to get to one more call here, but I want to ask you quickly, Brian, do you agree with me that in recent years, this racial thing has not gotten better? In recent years, it's gotten worse, hasn't it? Oh, a, a thousand percent. It's, it's become inflammatory. It's not about reconciliation anymore. It's really about, um, you know, it's, it's about war. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. Brian, great to hear from you. Please do call again sometime. Uh, Mickey, uh, we're going to have to close with you. You only have about 30 or 40 seconds here. Make it quick. Okay, I'll try to make it quick. Uh, you, you have two types of people, and I may have heard this on your show or one of the other shows, or my wife may have told me, but half the people look at a glass as half full. They're happy to go to work. They're happy to do their job. They're happy to have a job. They appreciate freedom, and they're basically what I think of as good people. The other half is a, a victim type of person that covets uh what other people have been able to do or mm. have or whatnot they yep. even if they're successful they they spend all their efforts trying to keep up or ahead of the jones yep there you're you're a, you're right on it uh, mickey um, i hate to say it, we've got to go do call again sometime but you've hit right on the heart of the challenge which much of this in recent years it's been driven by envy and and bitterness and revenge and these are not things to build anything on. Certainly not a life. Thanks for joining us today. Lord willing, we're back tomorrow, same time. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. Adios. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.